what is good to find dolls and to find dudes? This is just a thought. Five o'clock in the morning. It came to me. I kind of want to process it. I talked a little bit about how, you know, um, right now a lot of the language in terms of how men view women is according to their sexual market value, right? And kind of did a little bit of a rant about that. But I wonder if it's one of those things like I'm watching a comedian and he's just talking about the sexual part right now. Mind you, this is a comedian. But with that being said, um, it's the idea of kind of like, oh, yeah, if if if, if the pee is good, then, you know, I'm going to be coming home and just making sure everything is happy and everything is set and that type of thing. And so... Um, to what degree he's emulating what men say, there's a possibility there. It's, it, it is a male comedian, but I wonder if then women, you know, then internalized it towards kind of like, now we, now we compete sexually, right? So they're saying that they want that part of it. And then we start to compete sexually towards with like, well, I can do you better than she can, or, you know, she won't do this, but I will type of a thing. And you even hear that um, type of language and message in some of the music. There's some music, um, when I listen to my Spotify playlist, I'm like, uh, I remember listening to this when I was in high school. This is not it. <laughs> this is not it. You know, so... Um, and there was another content creator I was listening to and she said it at the moment. And I think it's kind of like one of those things where you hear somebody say something from their perspective. And then I'm like, yeah, that, that does make sense. But, um, she was kind of doing a review on a young lady who was, um, talking about how to treat a man and, uh, one of the things that she said was just kind of like, you know, make sure you prepare his meal and write him a little love note and tell him how you're going to please him sexually later on. And um, one of the things that, that the content creator was saying was, you know, this is a uh, uh, this is this is not healthy because what it is, is she's advertising the sexuality part of it um when when there's so much more to being a wife right there's you know depending on on if you're going to be traditional or modern you know if you're modern then the wife is out working too and you know taking care of the kids helping them with their homework and um if she's traditional, then yeah, she's staying home and taking care of home and making sure that that is set, right? So, I got a, a message and I got distracted here. <laughs> but it's kind of like this idea of kind of um, not understanding. And, and, and it's interesting to me too, I will say this too. This is from a person who's, I think, mature in, in certain ways or in, in, in that understanding. And I think that collectively, 
especially for black women, we're kind of naive and or not premature, but naive. Oh, you guys, I got to take care of this message. Okay. Um, but but um, I've talked about and this is not my terminology, but y'all have heard me mention before one of my favorite um, psychologists, Upton Sinclair, and he was talking about the the phenomena, I guess, of the poor man's daughter, right? And so collectively, as a whole, most of us don't understand everything that comes with being a wife. There's more to being a wife than just the sexual component. And I don't think black men understand it. And I don't think black women understand that as a whole. I think that... um. It's unfortunate, but it, it really makes sense when you listen to, to what he had to say about um, sex. Because he has a, a, and I did a podcast on it, but it's called like Sex and, and um, I don't remember what else. Sex and the Poor. I think it's called Sex and Poor People. Um, but I, um, what happens is, oh, this is really deep because it's really hitting me. Um, she said that one thing, but it just kind of re, uh, affirms what, what he was saying. And I've said this before and I'm not the originator of this thought, but marriage is for rich people or people who want to leave a legacy, right? So if you're planning to have like a foundation, um, and a trust and you want to have assets to pass on to your children, you know, um, so we're talking like the Hilton, um, Bezos, um, uh, S- uh, Steve Jobs, um, uh, what's this guy's name? Bill Gates, right? Then that's what marriage was originally intended for, right? And so it wasn't until poor people were afforded <laughs> the, um, ability to get marriage, uh, to get married, um, that we introduce these intangible things such as love and or, and or sex. And so one of the things that he said was, um, and, and you've heard me say before, one of the quotes he says is, it's the virtuous woman that is most likely to contract STDs because, um, in the poor community, what would happen is um, <sighs> it kind of ties into prostitution and escorts, but especially in the poor community, it was like something that was so liberal and loose. And so it was one of those things like you would sleep with a poor woman because she didn't have that um pedigree from her parents to say what are your intentions with my daughter can you provide the lifestyle that we have afforded her and can you also provide that for children and we want to make sure that you know um we come from a good family and we want to make sure she marries into a good family. And so if it was from the man's perspective, it's kind of like, 
you know, the Wellingtons are marrying the Smithsonian's type of a thing, right? And, and, um, and so, but in the black community, you know, collectively, we are kind of not, it's not a, mm, I don't want to say it's not a part of our culture, but I just did. It's not, um, inherent <laughs> to the way that we operate. Ah. But, um, and so what would, what happened is you would have, you, you started to have the merging of the classes. So you would have the rich people who, um, then would hear the stories about, oh, well, she does this and she's, you know, exciting and fun. And so he would go to the streets and have fun with the poor women and then come home to his um, to his pedigreed wife who um, wasn't out. Like I said, you know, it's it, the, the, the poor man's daughter and the wealthy man's daughter um, are going to have two different lifestyles the the, the rich um man's daughter it's they're checking who's who's calling right if you guys remember um five little women it talks about you know who's coming to check for you and and the family's very involved what is his pedigree what does he do um can he provide what's the lifestyle that that you're gonna have Right, so her sexual, her sexual, sexual prowess, her sexual prowess wouldn't be as much, right? And it could be considered boring, right? Um, and so she's at home being wifey material, definitely not from the streets, not a lot of um experience, if any, at all. Right. But with that being said, making sure that she gets married and is provided for and that she can stay at home and take care of the kids. That's was the, you know, understanding for the rich uh, daughter, the rich man's daughter. The poor man's daughter is kind of like at the end of the day, we all have these needs. Right. And so it's kind of like, well, let's companion, let's couple and then, you know, with that, you get kind of the same thing that you see in modern day society. It's who can, you know, I'm going to say like twerk and or write it or stand in it or, you know, that type of thing. And um, it's to the point where I even remember like this is how I kind of know I'm getting old. I was on Facebook and, you know, I'm in different things like to see what the events are to do. And it was almost as if they were having sex, like right there in the party. And everybody's just having a good time, just drinking. And I'm like, listen, if my friends ever put me in that type of situation, I will just burn my phone and never talk to them again, type of a thing, right? But it's like, if, if you were to take and, and understand that, um, let me let me try to wrap this up just a little bit more too. With the integration, I think between middle class, I think that middle class and um, and or poor and rich people used to be like separate classes, right? But um, now it's it's things like where you have rich and famous people and you know celebrities or whatnot who um, 
we we kind of feed off of each other but if anything they kind of picked up our bad habits or poor people's bad habits <laughs> oh my gosh I'm trying to fall asleep here um and i have to take care of these messages that are coming in but um so so now promiscuity is a thing right and so then now instead of looking at marriage in terms of what it means to be a wife and what it means for legacy and protection of assets you know um now we compete sexually um and it's it's so misguided and it's so um it doesn't last, right? It's it's not something that that is gonna last for a, um a while. Obviously, we can see it. We can see how that has played played out in 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 our roles. And so, um, I think for the black community, we we don't understand the inner workings of wife, what it means to be a wife. I think, and so you have as a collective. You can you can hear it and it, it's once you once you understand what you're listening to, you can hear it because especially if you watch dating shows and you watch the difference between how the um anything non-black relates to to the question, you know, how much money does he need to make versus a black woman? 95% of the time, 99% of the time, the black woman is going to say money doesn't matter. Um, and then where you're going to see the difference in the, the remaining 5% or that 1% of black women who break down, you know, how much a man makes does matter. It comes down to class. It comes down to class. And here's the funny thing is, here's the funny thing. You can have a woman who makes a lot of money, but she doesn't have the classism in the sense that she will um, still have a poor man, poor man, poor man, daughter, the uh, daughter of a poor man's mindset, right? Um, and she will perpetrate that, Right. And then you have some people who understand, you know, not necessarily consciously, but um, they will talk about the importance of of him being able to be that husband role, right? The protector, the provider, including financially, even in spite of them making a lot of money. So I'm going to close out with this. What's interesting is then now you have these young people. Um we're already behind the eight ball, I think, collectively. So you have a few outliers, like the person, the content creator, she's married, you know, um, and then the rest of us are just trying to figure stuff out. Um, and so then now our children, like I don't have children, but if I were to have a child, I'm guessing she would be close to her age to the, to the person that they were reviewing the video of you know, um, and trying to figure stuff out. And um, because in, in our culture, the black men talk about sexual market value, right? Not wife value or, you know, legacy spouse value or, you know, 
marriage wife marriage value. So I think I mentioned the wife marriage or legacy value. We talk about sexual market because that's all that we think about in our community, if that kind of makes sense. So I don't know. It, it kind of makes sense to me. Um, it kind of added a little bit of another layer of understanding of what's going on. So with that young lady, she was just saying things like, you know, kept focusing on the sexual part. I There was a couple other tips that she was giving advice to women as a young person, right, to people to her peers, people her age, and to even, I guess, older women. But a lot of it had a center, well, around, well, if you satisfy him sexually, then, you know, that's what's going to set you apart from the other people. And, and so that's not necessarily, necessarily it. Now, again, this is kind of interesting, me coming from, you know, my sun sign type of thing, but but I still understand um, that 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 some of the ways that we look at sexuality is not necessarily the healthiest, right? And and I think what's important to understand too is that it's not the end all be all, you know, um, and especially for divine feminines, divine masculines, like we are so much more than what's between our legs right? It's like what's between your earlobes and, you know, the temples of your mind and what's in your heart space, you know? Um, and, and Right, because those are intangible things, and so I'm thinking about also what are the tangible, um, meaning that we are so much more than that, but also if you're going into marriage, in my opinion, it should be more about the tangibles type of a thing, right? So I I hope that that makes sense, but I do have to get off of here because I need to take care of some stuff. Just something to think about. I'm going to see what I'm going to title it, but... um. I'm pretty sure at one point when I log on from my laptop, I'll open up the comments. And if you see the comments and you have thoughts on it, you're more than welcome to share your thoughts. And I will absolutely read them on the next podcast and get my chuckles out of it and or um, add your insight to it. But yeah, so until the next podcast, peace. One more tiny thing. And. My Divine Masculines, this does not apply to you, but for the rest of the, um, what, what was it, Manosphere people, this is what it is, because um, I'm still flushing out my thoughts, right? But um, in essence, what I was trying to say is, oh, don't come for me, right? But black men don't value marriage, and so because, you know, we talk about the poor man's daughter, we also have the poor man's son. So to him, it it was more about sexuality. It wasn't about the passing on of of assets, really, or or leaving behind a name. I mean, even when you think about like the five little women thing, it's kind of like, oh, she's a part of like let's just say the Hiltons or the the Swansons or the 
the, you know, like I said, Smithsonian's. And so there's a name that is perpetuated and it's tied to a company or a way of, of you know, providing a goods or service or, you know, um, parents who are successful type of a thing. So it's one of those things where it, it kind of makes sense culturally. It's kind of like um, there's nothing to really hold you there, right? And so the the most that the poor man's daughter could hope for is that she would be treated right and or loved, right? Um, and so then what would it come, what it would come down to is just when they get bored, you know, or because there's no commitment there, if they're enticed by something else, then there's there's nothing there's nothing there right really to to hold you back or or that would allow them to walk away so what would end up happening i think in my opinion you know is um they would just end up with someone who is a little bit more sexually and exciting and so if you listen to old school talk it would be and i i actually i'm i'm not going to lie I got caught up in this stuff too like I have I have content, <laughs> not, not my content, but I have things, you know, and, and uh, resources that kind of talk about, well, you know, if, if, if different things. I mean, who doesn't? Right? And you know what, maybe a little bit too, too much. But I think it's kind of like, um, even when I think back to even 10 years ago, um, even though I wasn't dating, I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, I need to have sexual prowess too um, in order to, to keep my man. Now, mind you, had my degrees, had my own home, know what it's like to run a, a home in the sense of for at least one person, you just multiply it if it's a husband. If you have kids, you adapt, right? Something everybody learns along the way, but for the most part, could kind of get around type of a thing. So, I just took care of these messages and I'm getting some more. I got to get off of here again. But I hope that kind of makes sense. So if the men don't value marriage and then they're enticed by sexual and we've been told by the past, well, if you want to keep them, you've got to do what they're doing in the streets so that you don't end up like the rich man's um, daughter, which, you know, was probably getting the same smoke at the end of the day. It's it. It, you know, I guess white women were getting the smoke and black women were getting it too because <clears throat> at some point when you start to merge the classes and they're all having conversations with, with with each other, it's kind of like, yeah, no, my Becky, she doesn't do that. She's not, you know, hopping and twerking and, you know, doing all this, all this kind of stuff. So, um... The person who didn't have the ties of marriage was, you know, competing sexually. And then the, the wife also, too, because then now you're talking about, is this person just going to get a divorce because they're just not happy, you know? And, and in many ways, I almost wonder, like, we just, I, ooh, have a negative impact on overall society. You, you still have the upper echelon who understand and, and operate a certain way. But I think that a lot of us got downgraded, you know, um, collectively now because then now you have these, these, um, 
manosphere conversations. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm 